What's poppin' internet? Welcome to another episode of the Synced Up Podcast, a show where we talk about news, games, and sandwich a little fun in between. I'm one of your hosts, Timothy DeRoe, and joining me this week, once again, for the 46th time? Not oh, consecutive. You, I guess you missed one. Number I've one Nintendo one fan. Yeah, you missed... How many did you miss? I think two. Two? For like... About to be three now. One week. was Virginia, and one was... It was Siok with Chief. the COVID. Yep. You had the COVIDs. But Michael Clare, what's up, Mike? How you doing on this fine Sunday? I'm doing great, man. Are you? Phenomenal. That's Excited good to hear. for what we have coming down the pipeline. Um, what? Like on this show, specific show? No, what we have coming down the pipeline. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was going to say, this show is... I was trying to give you a segue. But not like you good <clears throat> because all we got is video game content on YouTube is at an all-time high. Um, and we're going to talk about that. Also, CD Projekt Red is getting sued. Shocker. Question mark. Also, Mike is going to do a live taste test of the new Pokemon cereal. And I will be establishing that my definitive... Gaming cereal ranking list. Yeah, maybe we'll get some new ones in here if we if we can get our hands on some Lucio O's. You Lucio know? O's. We can we can get yeah. something going here. Um. Yeah. We we I tried it last night, but I wouldn't let Mike try it last yeah, night. Yeah, I was refused. I wanted. I, this all started with me actually wanting cereal. Yeah. And like, oh, it was I want to try that. It was, and then you was, said no. No, collect- Jordan said that's content. It was a collective effort. Yes. And then you, all of you, said no. You can't eat the cereal. Yeah, because of the content. And that, yeah. Also, because you know it's a dry ass week again, because it's the no news cycle mm-hmm. area of you know it's the year. Yeah, and so I was like, you know, what? we can test this cereal on the on air. Test it. Ta- taste, taste it. You taste know, it. I'm having a day. I'm having a day. But first and foremost, let's get into the housekeeping before mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. before we do what the second most thing of talking about the news. Um, if everything goes according to plan, there should be a special episode of the podcast going up on Thursday. Um, with our top five favorite games of all time, we did this back in February or no, back in March of last year. Was it the um, first episode? <clears throat> no, it was second. It was like I don't I don't remember. It was like third, second or third. Okay, something like that. Um, where we went through our top five games of all time. That's deep in the audio feed. It's not in the video feed. And also, we had bad mics, bad setup. Everything was bad. So, and the quality yep. was shite, and it was just really bad. So not we're gonna redo time. that, but this time. We're going to have a special guest on. Who that guest is, you will have to watch the episode if you want to see. Um, also, we're on YouTube, obviously, So, but not obvious to the audio listeners. And if you're in the audio version and you're like, hey, I'm tired of listening to the audio version, and you want to throw it up on YouTube on your TV so you can see our big, beautiful, debatably faces, um, you can go to YouTube.com slash Synced Up Podcast. Um, and also, if you're, watch- if you're watching on YouTube and you're like, hey, man, I'm tired of, I don't got YouTube read, mm-hmm. so I can't close it and just listen. Ads. Too many ads. I get two ads, and, and the first one's unscapable, and the next one's 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're tired of seeing our faces as well. You can go to your favorite podcasting service by, and search up Synced Up Podcast and look for the blue and white logo. New episodes go up in both of those feeds at 7 a.m. Central Time Zone. Gang. Mm. That's on Monday. I need to put Monday because I keep forgetting to say that. Also, you can write into the show at SyncedUpPod at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or concerns, and uh, we might discuss them on the show. Actually, we probably will. And also, you can follow us on Twitter at SyncedUpPod to keep up to date with all of our content. Um, and both of our personal Twitters are linked on that one. True. So let's get into the show. Whew, okay, Ooh. that was a mouthful. 100 billion hours were spent watching gaming content on YouTube in 2020, and Minecraft was the most watched game. I don't know how shocking that is. For like three years, four years running? Yeah, I don't think that's super shocking. Yeah. Um, this is from Wesley LeBlanc at IGN. 
Over 100 billion hours were spent watching gaming content on YouTube this year, um, with Minecraft leading as the most watched game. You see, see I need to uh, mm-hmm, edit this a little mm-hmm, better. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't see it, but in this doc, there's some bullshit going on. YouTube Culture and Trends has released an annual gaming report, and the company revealed that viewers watched over 100 billion hours of gaming content on the site, which is the equivalent of traveling to Neptune and back 475,000 times. This makes 2020 YouTube Gaming's biggest year yet. YouTube Gaming has its biggest year ever in 2020 with 100 billion watch time hours and 40 million active gaming channels. YouTube head of global gaming Ryan Watts said, Of those 100 billion hours, Minecraft was the single most watched game with over 201 billion views. That's more than double the amount of views the second most watched game of 2020 received, which was Roblox, at 75 billion views. Uh, Garena Free Fire, Grand Theft Auto V, and Fortnite came in third, fourth, and fifth place at 72, 70, and 67 billion views respectively. Hold up. What is Garena Free Fire? That has to be like some foreign game, like a Chinese game or something. Maybe that would make sense. Um, YouTube also, look it up, Jordan. YouTube also revealed the top 10 creators in terms of gaming views uh, for the year. FGTV, Jelly, I do know Jelly, Flamingo, Robin Hood Gamer, It's Funny, Laserbeam, I, knew, I do know that, Slogo, Mike Crack, Arab Games Network, and Vegeta777. Um, I don't recognize the majority of these, but mm-hmm. I do recognize a couple. Over 80,000 creators hit 100,000 subscribers. More than 1,000 creators reached 5 million subscribers. And over 350 creators crossed the 10 million subscriber mark, according to YouTube. Um, you know. Isn't that insane? That 350 the, people. Like, if you look at the first stat. Yeah. 100,000 subscribers. 80,000 people hit that. Hey, we might get in there one day. Slowly. <laughs> we might get in there one baby day. Steps, baby steps. Hopefully. Steps. We've also seen gaming creators give back in an incredible, or in incredible ways this year, Wat said. Wet. I'm gonna say wet. Is it what or what? That's what. Wet. Wet would be. No, you would say what. Yeah, yeah. wet would be like. Ah, who knows? Who knows? What? Uh, the gaming community has always been willing to lend a helping hand when needed. This year, many of YouTube Gaming's creators and partnership tournaments raised awareness and money for several causes. That includes Jack Septicai raising over six hundred sixty thousand in twelve hours for COVID. Relief efforts, Courage, raising over 500000 during a 12-hour charity stream for the CDC Foundation, and many tournaments hosted by YouTube Gaming to raise money for organizations like Call of Duty Endowment, the World Health Organization, and United Children's Fund. And just last week, the game theorists Matt Pat and Stephanie Patrick hosted a 10-hour charity livestream event to benefit St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Wes said they tripled their goal and raised $3 million with the help from other large creators and gamers like Markiplier, The Game Grumps, and uh, Mr. Beast, and more. And that's cool. the, yeah, that's pretty cool. So what's that game, Jordan? Did you figure yeah. it out? Free Fire. What it? It is a mobile battle royale in China. It's probably worldwide. Mobile. Yeah. Okay. Mobile battle royale that I've never heard of. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. It, like you feel like you're so tapped into the gaming community and culture. Yeah. And then like but the then third most played game you never heard and of. There's sides of it you just never seen. Yeah. Before. I think that's a testament to the fact that gaming has just grown exponentially. So large. And each community has its own niche. Yeah. And. Fun fact is fun fact from Jordan. One, one best popular vote game in twenty based on what? Due to his popular like on Google, like who gave this award? Oh, on the Google Play Store, uh-huh. it was the most popular game. That's cool. I'm, even though I've never heard of it, but yeah. Also, all this charity stuff is really cool. It is, and also it gives me a little hope that eighty thousand content creators hit a hundred thousand subscribers. It gives me hope for our channel. You know, mm-hmm. and eighty thousand is a large and then number. You realize there's um. 40 million plus active gaming channels. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the odds. They're not zero. Yeah. 
That's true. Plus, our content is good. We got good content. We do, but we content. gotta start playing Garena Free Fire. Yeah, apparently we We're want to get some out. stuff, and then also this charity stuff is really nice. Yeah, like several really cool. millions of dollars, and you know you got you got a uh, what's it call it? Uh, what's it called? Extra Life. Mm-hmm. They do that every year, and that yep. was nice. Um, and you have stuff going on like right now. You have a uh, um, AGDQ mm-hmm. Games Done Quick. They're doing their charity speed run event. There's always something going on. There is like, always cool. something going on. Um, so that's cool. Good, good uh, uplifting news for you, but we, we can't stay uplifting forever. We got to get a little shitty in here. Cyberpunk 2077, uh, CD Projekt Red to undertake uh, vigorous action to defend itself against a lawsuit. The class action lawsuit was filed by New York-based Rosen Law Firm. This is from Adam Bankhurst at IGN. See, what I did when making this doc is I had nothing, mm-hmm. and then I just went to IGN.com and scrolled through the past week, and these were the only two, like, Decent gaming related. Good to see IGN struggling as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, you know. So we got it in here. Cyberpunk 2077 publisher CD Projekt Red um, has a confirmed that has received notice of the lawsuit filed against the company and will undertake vigorous action to defend itself against such claims. The management board of CD Projekt, um, well, I don't know what the SA stands for. South America? No, that can't uh, be right. Because no. they're from Poland. Made the regulatory announcement in response to New York-based Rosen Law Firm filing the aforementioned class action lawsuit on behalf of purchasers in the USA of the securities of CD Projekt Red between January 16, 2020 and December 17, 2020. I don't know any of this legal jargon, but I got to read it. It acknowledges that the lawsuit is meant for the court to decide, quote, whether the actions undertaken by the company and members of its management board in connection with the release of Cyberpunk 2077 constituted a violation of federal laws, IA, by misleading investors and consequently causing them to incur damages. CD Projekt also notes that the, quote, complaint does not specify the quantity of damages sought, end quote, and that it will, as previously mentioned, quote, undertake vigorous action to defend itself against any such claims. You got to reiterate that. The lawsuit from Rosen Law Firm claims that CD Projekt Red had made false and or misleading statements and or failed to disclose that Cyberpunk 2077 was virtually unplayable on the current generation Xbox or PlayStation systems due to an enormous number of bugs. So this sounds like it's investors. Um, yeah. Assuming. Not, not like regular... Joe, because investors know. are are in the hole. Yeah, a oh, lot of money lost. A lot of dollars. Um, so yeah, not, their stock value is uh, tight. Yeah, well, it's not, not, shite, not it's shocking low. news from the cyberpunk scene. Yeah, uh, you know, I was just waiting for it. I knew a lawsuit would come, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Who's gonna pull the trigger?" Yeah, uh, ultimately, this probably will result in nothing, but because that's typically how this stuff goes. <laughs> Mike, you banter. I'm gonna go get a bowl Mike, and some milk. Mike is pulling out the Pokemon cereal. Um, so now, now I gotta sit here and vamp. Um, yeah. So actually, yeah, I don't. I genuinely think that this lawsuit will lead nowhere. That's how you see a lot of these uh, like lawsuits going in the gaming sphere. I mean, hell, even when even when uh, the Elder Scrolls guys were going to sue Notch for creating a game called Scrolls, um, that lawsuit ended up just instead of having the lawsuit, they settled out of court uh, and said that Notch and anyone on the Elder Scrolls team, um, they. they yeah, they could see the zero. Um, that you know, Notch and and uh, whoever from the Elder Scrolls team would battle in Quake Three to determine if they could keep the name or not. So that was cool. You should have poured it in the mic. You gotta get that ASMR. Get that. Get a little ASMR in here. Get a little ASMR action. Hmm. Oh yeah, you gotta love that sound. Yo, I'm trying to get a bite of this too, though. <laughs> I'm starving. Okay. Um. So yeah, now we're gonna taste test this Pokemon cereal. For the audio listeners, it's going to be a bit weird. We're going to try not to chomp in the mic so it doesn't sound disgusting to you. Um, but we're we're gonna we're gonna go in here and taste this cereal and see if it tastes any good. 
Um, but to wrap up the last section, geez, I'm shitty pacosos. Um, the lawsuit is probably going to lead nowhere. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, ultimately, I've already tasted. We'll forget about it in a week. But ultimately, I, you know, I want to taste the cereal again. On to. I was a little inebriated. Much more when, important matters. When I Welcome it to the um, inaugural segment that we will find an official name for later. But let me let me describe this cereal for our audio listeners. All right, this is just called Pokemon cereal. Yeah, what does the box say? The, po- it just the says box literally says Pokemon Berry and Bolt. Then berry Bolt at the bottom. You got some marshmallows. You have some that are lightning bolts. Um, some that look like Pikachu's head. And I think that's it. You got yellow and orange marshmallows. With red and blue sweetened corn yep. puffs. Shit, let's get into it. Okay. I'm, I've been chomping for the past couple minutes, actually. All right, let me get a bite. Let me get a bite. Mmm. Don't chew into the mic too much for them. I need a little bit. Okay. 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 Let me go. Let me go bite with a little more marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of consistency in the marshmallow shapes. No. Like what is that? That is a circo. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what that is. So that adds in a circo. I'm so hungry. The marshmallows are loud. Pikachu and lightning bolts. Okay. But these just look like shit. Yeah, the marshmallows. If you're if you're looking for quality, good shape, not what you're looking for. We only opened this yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it does taste a little stale already. I know. But that's it, how it tasted it yesterday. Like, okay. So it's it tasted has a generic less stale taste to it. Yeah, there was like a, a taste of not a taste, but like a texture mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of staleness. You gotta let it get soft, yeah. sog up a little bit. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Might need to. I think overall, mm. a little disappointed. I'll get one really? More bite. I'll get. I'll get one more bite. What do you think? I think it's a. I'm not disappointed because like most video game cereals, I feel like taste like shit. I think it's like actually good, but that's it. Like, there's nothing spectacular about it, but it's enough for me to continue to take another bite. Yeah, like I could eat it. But I would never get it again. There's just too many better cereals. Like, if you just want, like... I think it depends on the price. I don't know what the price is. Look at the price, It's, it's got to be, like, either normal or above normal. I think, uh... There's a solid 6 out of 10. I think that's a good starting place for the first cereal. Mm-hmm. 6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, you never know. It might move up or down based on what else oh. we can get in the rotation. I'm getting some cereal um, after this podcast. Telling you that right now. Yeah. All in all, disappointed. Really? Yeah. Damn. Six out of ten. I was too excited. I've been thinking about it for like 24 hours, so. <laughs> when everyone oh, else tasted it and you were just alone. Get a little chomp in there? How to go a little. Yeah, am- pass it to Jordan okay. so that cereal don't go bad. Huh? <laughs> okay. Someone has to eat the cereal. That's, yep. it. That's it. Okay. That concludes the first cereal test taste. Yep. Six out of ten. It's currently ranked number one because there's no other cereals. Four bucks at Walmart for that. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah, you could get the big bag of Fruity Dino Bites for a little more than four bucks. Mm-hmm. Is it a different kind? That an old. Wait, one. what kind is that? It's old though, right? Yo, bring it up. Let me see. I think it's old. 
Bring it up. Let me let me see this. Is it Does the Pikachu look circa nineteen ninety eight? Yeah. Yeah, that's old. That's, that's old. old. That's the old one. Yeah. You can still buy it. You can still buy it? Well, maybe we need to. We should maybe we should buy it. It was a tax write off. <laughs> For the show. Alright. That's the news. That is the news. Why was this in the news segment? Um because I just wanted to do it before everything else and also the news segment was dry. Okay. Well, there now was it news. was a little wet with a little milk in there. A little wet. A little wet. A little wet of that section. I'm having a day. Got some whap? Whack? What? Whack? Whack ass cereal? Ass Pikachu. Oh, whap? Yeah. I thought you said whack. Like uh. wet ass cereal. Yeah, no, we can't do that. It's a rough day. We're not going to. Yeah, it is a rough day. Um, What, what do we do today? We watched uh, Shawshank Redemption. I watched that for the first time ever. I watched it twice in 12 hours. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I started Very to good. watch Fruitvale Station and then stopped because I started playing Roko and then got so pissed at Roko. Hey, what's the next segment? Right. Oh, you know what? Yeah, let's do that. I'm trying to extend the show. It's going to be a little short. The next section of the podcast, This Week in Gaming, yep. is a section of the what podcast where we talk about the historical releases. And you guessed it. Did I? This Week in Guessing. That's great. <laughs> this Week in <laughs> Guessing. <laughs> this Week in Gaming. I'm sorry, man. Um, so let's start it off January 3rd. So we, we actually have some games to talk about this week, even though none of them are huge. January 3rd in 2012, you have NFL Blitz, which is pretty nice. Not to be confused. With Blitz the League. Blitz the League. Which, I mean... Is, isn't this the predecessor to Blitz the League? Or did Blitz the League know. come before NFL Blitz? I thought I need, it was before. I need some fact-checking live on air. Blitz the League came out after 2012? I'm, that mm, There's that no way. There's, when did Blitz the League come out? Blitz? 2006. Well, that's the original one. The newer reboot came out in 2012. Uh, so maybe NFL Blitz OG from 97 inspired Blitz the League, maybe. Or maybe we're completely off base. We could be. In January 4th, you got nothing. And then on January 5th, you got Sonic Heroes in 2004. Nice. I, I've never, I didn't play it, so. Neither did I. <laughs> and then 2010, you got the OG Bayonetta. Nice. Also didn't play that. Me neither. And then in 2010, you also have Darksiders. Did nice. play that, which it's an okay game. Yeah. Fun. Even though the newest one, I think, is bad actively. Um, January 6th, you got nothing. January 7th, you got nothing. Uh, but January 8th, Noah's going to appreciate this, even though he's not here to appreciate it, and I know he doesn't watch the show, the bastard. Uh, Sonic Riders Zero Gravity in 2008. I didn't play it. Is this a sequel to Sonic Riders? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, okay. It's actually I quite good. I played the first good. one. This one, you, you're in like cylinders and shit. Okay. It's Sonic dope. Riders was cool. Played this on GameCube. Okay. I actually liked it. And then was, January 9th, Sonic you had Riders nothing. have the board? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. like the little hoverboard. Yeah, yeah. You do skate tricks and shit. Yeah, yeah. That I really liked cool. it. I liked I, it back I in the day. I enjoyed that game a lot. So did I. Um, Maybe but, that's a bad take, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not in the Sonic world. Yeah. It's a, It's way it's too a, much of an enigma for me. Yeah, it is kind of a mystery. That whole. Yeah, I, just, uh, I can't dive in. Yeah, neither can I. Um, now we're gonna play a game. Game time. The classic game. We're gonna do. The, we're gonna do the initials trivia game. Initial trivia. Like we played last week. Okay. Wait, did we play it last week or was it the week before? I can't remember, man. Time was a blur. Know. This holiday, we it feels like it's been a month. It feels like it's been a month since we recorded an episode. It really has. It, it's it it's like weird, it's man. But Let's I decided to do the initials SC. Now I decided this, and then later on realized it's the opposite of the initials. I chose CS, last week, which was CS with Cloud Strife and whatnot. So I got I got three. I can only come up with three. They were gaming related. SCs. They're all gaming related. And I procrastinated, so I couldn't like you know get anything. Mm. Uh, like more in there, like any actors or anything. So okay, okay. Let's start it off with the first one. Mm-hmm. Clue number one for Close. SC. For SC number one. Platformer. Platformer. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. Clue number two. Three mm-hmm, mm-hmm. D. 
It's 3Ds. 3D platformer. Not 2Ds or 4Ds. Three of these. Okay. Number three, three D clue. Stealth. Stealth. Mm-hmm. Platform three D platformer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you like the fourth clue? Yes. Thief. Okay. Answer Sly Cooper. The answer is Sly Cooper. The remaining clues were number five were Trey. Obviously, it's his, one of his favorite games. Mm-hmm. Number six, Animal. Friend of the show. Number seven, Raccoon. Okay. So that was the that was the, the remaining took clues. Me, took me a second. It did. It did. I got another one here. Clue number one, dark. Dark. It's a shit clue, but that's why it's number one. It's just dark. Okay. <laughs> can I get it off of that? Hmm. Can you snipe it? I'm thinking. I don't think I can. It's clue number two, 3D. Once again. Dark. And in 3D. Yeah, huh? 3-dimensional. Because 3-dimensional dark is different than 2-dimensional dark. Yeah. Okay. Two different types of dark. True. Yeah, exactly. Go Would you it. like clue number three? Um, I think I'm going to need it. Delph. <laughs> There's no reason I said it that way. I just called it audible. That was not a clue. Don't read into that. <laughs> just stealth. Okay. <laughs> Could it be Sly Cooper again? <laughs> All right, hit me with the next one. Number four, green. Green, health, 3D, mm-hmm. dark. Mm-hmm. You should be able to get it off of these next three clues that I have for you. Okay. I'm going to need more of the next Clue number five, okay. militaristic. Militaristic? Mm-hmm. This should, uh, the, the people are screaming. Oh, Jordan knows it. Jordan doesn't know it either. Jordan doesn't know it. I don't know. Kind of wild. Dark, 3D. Uh, stealth. stealth green militaristic because green militaristic I can't get the army men game out of my head and you call yourself a gamer uh, uh, occasionally occasionally would you like the fi- sixth clue yeah give it to me co-op co-op cooperate no it's cooperative not cooperate but you do have to cooperate in a cooperative manner mm-hmm. in this Thing. Why am I not getting it? Number seven. This should give it away. Uh-huh. Night vision. Nothing. Still nothing. I'm gonna come up with an eighth clue. I gotta make. Hold sh- up. Is this the character's name? Hmm. Is this the character's name? I I gave you seven clues. <laughs> Hold up. Is this the name of a game or a character? It's a it's a name. Hold up. Hold up. I gotta make sure. I could come up with the eighth clue for you. Don't, you don't. I don't think you need to. <laughs> okay. Is the answer Splinter Cell? It is Splinter Cell. But okay, hold on. No, no, no. It could be anything. Oh. It can be like a thing, a place, people. I've been under the assumption that it's always names. Mm 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 mm. It's a name of a game. Mm. Okay. <laughs> like, well, maybe I would have got it faster then. <laughs> okay. Because I was like, I I don't even know the name character of. What's that? What's the character's name? Huh? Uh, I don't know the main character's name, but okay. I know it's. I'm pretty sure it's voiced by David Hayter. That's what I was trying to look up. Okay. But I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Oh, no, maybe the no is Sam. Pretty sure it's Sam. 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 Sam, Sam Fisher. Yeah. Sam Fisher. Okay. I, that was the clue I was looking for. Okay. This is the final one because I could only come up with three. Yeah. Clue number one. Mm-hmm. Train. 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 Busan. That's a good movie. It, yeah. Um, I do like it. 
Even though Adriana said the ending sucked, but what game has trains in it? Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Has a train. A train. It does have a train. Would you like clue number two? Yes, I would. Thirsty. Now this is a very niche clue, and if you could snipe it off this, this would make you a legend. Train. And thirsty. And thirsty. S C. Yeah, it's not doing it for me. Would you like another clue? Yes, I would. Pokemon. Clue is just the word Pokemon. Now, does that mean a Pokemon or in the Pokemon games or in the Pokemon anime or in the Pokemon movies or Pokemon cards or Pokemon Go? I don't know. Now, hold on. Would you like the What was the first clue? Train. Train. So it's got to be train, not as in the vehicle. And then thirsty. And then Pokemon. Would you like the fourth clue? Yeah. Psychic. Okay. So, train, thirsty, Pokemon, Pokemon, psychic. Would you like the fifth and final clue? Let me think for a second. (laughs) It's the final clue. You have to get it off the fifth clue. S. Rena. No. Sabrina, the show on Netflix? No, Sabrina, the psychic gym leader mm. from Gen 1. Mm. I wonder if her last name starts with a C. I wonder if it does. Wouldn't that be crazy? That would be crazy. I'll right, give me the next one. Place. Place? Psychic place? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Train, thirsty, Pokemon, psychic, and place. So, okay. <laughs> Here's why we have a problem. Hmm. Because I want to say Silphco, but I don't think that's it. Mm. Mm, I don't know. Because that's a building next to the psychic gym in, in Pokemon. Could be that. If you guess wrong, you're wrong. But is You only that, had five clues? I only got five clues. What the heck? You think that's what it is? Give, give me the clues again. Train, Train, thirsty, Pokemon, Pokemon, psychic, and place. That's SZ. Safari Zone is SZ. Don't say it, though. You can give up. Or you could say Silphco. Is that the answer? No, it's Hmm. not. Psychic. You want to give up. No, I don't want to get up here, but I don't want to sit here for four hours. Are you giving up? Okay. I'm going to give you till that says 29. So you have 20-something seconds. You currently have 20 seconds, as of right now, to guess what it is. 15 seconds. The countdown continues. You are now at 10 seconds remaining until you can guess. And as the countdown continues... We got five seconds remaining. Okay. One. That's it. That's it. Okay. So what was the old girl's name? Sabrina. Sabrina, the psychic gym leader, which is next to the Sylph Co., which are both in Saffron City. Saffron City. (laughs) They're both in Saffron City, which is the home of the the Mag train station 
And in, I've never heard of that in my yeah. life. Yeah. And then in the Gen 1 or Gen 2, you can't get in until you give the guard some water because he's too thirsty. He won't let you in the city. So <laughs> that's what it was. What was train? It's the Mac yeah, train okay. station. Train. Yeah. Pokemon, Sabrina. Yeah. So what was the last one? Because the one was psychic. She's the psychic gym yeah, leader. Yeah. What was the last clue again? The last clue was place because it's Saffron City. Silfco is there, and Sabrina is there. You just didn't have you know, Saffron City. You couldn't. Silfco should have counted too. Then I, I guess it would have counted as like all the a guess. All the clues you gave technically also worked for Silfco. Yeah. So I'm declaring that a half point for me. No, 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 no. I think what, that's a half. What does thirsty have to do with Silfco or the train? You can't get Silfco until you give the guard the water. Okay, okay, okay. Because he's thirsty. Whatever. If it was Silfco, I would have said. I wouldn't have said place. I would have said building. Why it's a place. Or a corporation. Corporation is a place. I so if know. I said self co building. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You get half a point. Yay. But That's yeah. two point five. Saffron City. It, I'm surprised you didn't like have it on once I said Pokemon, I expected you to be like, oh Saffron City. Because for some reason I thought I don't know. I I I said saffron in my head, but I didn't put city after it. Nothing yeah. now. <laughs> it is Saffron City. Um, and that's it for Damn. the game. Damn, I thought you're not you were a real it. gamer. You're not a real gamer. After the Pokemon cereal, dude, I was like, oh, he got this in the bag. Lost Damn. faith in Pokemon after the cereal. Uh, apparently, apparently. Quality's gone down. So now we're on to the reader mail section where My you favorite. can write in and get your questions read as well mm -hmm. by sending an email into synced at gmail.com. Just like. Our boy Jack did, friend of the show. If y'all have any extra time early in January, um, some time, it might be interesting to talk about Flash games for a bit, considering Flash is getting shut down by basically everyone, all major browsers, etc. on 12-31-2020, so Flash games are all but dead. Well, Jack, we do have extra time. Matter of fact, we got a lot of extra time. Um, uh, what did he say? Uh, they've basically been replaced by mobile games, but it's interesting to me at least that almost all Flash games were created purely for personal enjoyment and giving happiness to others as opposed to the current mobile game market, which is all about making money. If you have any fond memories of playing Flash games, favorite Flash games ever, etc., that'd be cool to hear about. But if your list of stuff to talk about is already long, which it isn't, don't worry about it. Still loving the show. Keep it up. Uh, Jack Molider. Okay, so what, what kind of Flash game memories you got? Because um, I got a lot. I, I know you have more than me. I remember spending some days on like Newgrounds mm -hmm. and just messing around with that Armor games, website. Mm -hmm. primary games. There'd be a whole bunch on there. Stickmangamesonline.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't play too many Flash games. I played a bunch, man. I think the majority of the ones I did play were tower defense stuff. Yeah. I love playing tower defense games. Mm -hmm. That's usually like if, if we were like, all right, chill out in the library for 30 yeah. minutes, get access to the computer, and play a tower defense game. Tower defense game, yeah. That's for, for me, uh, a lot of my Flash game memories, man, so many. They all come from being really good with computers and just demolishing computer uh, class like assignments super yep. quickly compared to everyone else. And then finding a way around like the firewall at the school to get into these websites. Yep. And so, yeah, Newgrounds, Armor Games, all those classic primary games. Ass Assassin Games, was that one? Assa uh -huh. Assassin's Games? Assassin's... Something with Assassin? Something that started with an A that was like a Flash site that was that was popular. Assassination games or something? That's not ringing a bell. Are you, fi are you finding it? He's S getting a virus is what he's doing. <laughs> he's getting a virus. Um, the people will know if they know. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I played all kinds of classics. You know, Mr. Fancy Pants. Mm -hmm. Mr. Fancy Pants 1 and 2. Those are iconic. Uh, Doom Buggy on primary games. Yep, I Lit. played that. 
Um, if you remember the uh, the thing, it was like an educational one that wasn't blocked by the firewall. It was like it was like math. Cool and, math game. And, and no, you would go along like a track, and there was like a bunch of different games you would play as like mini games, and you would have to get passwords to get further. And one of them was like Stickman, was like a Stickman game. I think I know what you're talking about. Where you would go, and there was like a part where you rode like a jet ski and you mm-hmm. climbed like a volcano. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? That sounds very familiar. Oh, dude, I can't remember what that one was called. Um, there was that one. I played a lot of those assassination games, like just with the scope, killing mm-hmm. stickmen. Um, See, I never got into those. Yeah, I did all I the time because Johnny Rocket Fingers. Oh, come on, bro. Um, those are all classic. Uh, what are some other Flash games? Like, there's a lot of. I guess technically, didn't Minecraft start as a Flash game? No, because did it always run on Java? Because yeah. I remember playing that in browser, like early, 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 like in classic. But I don't. I don't think as. I don't think that started. I as think a you flash still game. have to have Java for it though. Yeah. Um. But there's just so too many to count, and so many I forgot. Territory War was one I played a lot. That's where my iconic, iconic in quotes, like username for everything comes from. Boom Jomber. Mm-hmm. I made it playing Territory War by ma- naming my team Boom Jombers or the Boom Jombers, and then I don't know. That's just you know embodied what um, all the rest of my usernames for all of time was from that game, and then also. There was like this series of war games. There's like seven of them that played from over the head. And you, it was like a bullet hell kind of. And you would go through missions in like different countries. Okay. I don't, I cannot remember what that one's called either. either. These are, it's all so, so far back that like, it's just hard to remember. Because we're yeah. talking 10 years if ago, you, if you 12 years ago. If you spend like a day on a website, it would probably bring back so many memories. Yeah. We're talking a long fact. time ago. There was a um, South Park game I played that was, that was cool. It was on Flash where you, like, assassinated people. <laughs> I did a lot of that, uh, you know, assassinating Hitman games and shit yeah. on there. I, there was, I think it there is was, interesting. There was it. the iconic Stickman series. There was, like, six or seven of them where it was, like, an assassination type one, and you were, like, a Hitman. You know what I'm talking about? It had okay, dope-ass cutscenes do and shit. One, it had voice acting and everything. Do you remember one where it was, like, you have your base. I think it was called Cartoon Wars. Um, It might have been called that. So there's the enemy's base and your base, and you're just, like... Getting points over time. And, and you like, send troops? You send troops. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Cartoon Wars. Sniper yeah. Assassin. Sniper Assassin, and there's like one, two, three, four, and five. Yes, dude, those. Mm hmm. And he had like, and he just had the eyebrows, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, sunglasses. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, his girlfriend gets kidnapped. Uh, those are iconic. Mm-hmm. I love those games, man. That no. takes me way back. But I do agree with you here, though, Jack, that the current mobile game market is, is mostly all about making money. Oh, and for sure. the Flash game market was about just making. Enjoyable well, stuff. For lack of a better term, art. Mm-hmm. Um, and just fun shit. Like, Mr. Fancy Pants, that game, the gameplay of that just feels so good on, yeah. the, on the arrow keys. Love, I wish there was to see it. still a better way to, like, you know, find people's passion projects. Like that. And there mm-hmm. might be, and I'm just not, you know, knowledgeable yeah. about it. There's some stuff online where pe- the video game historians are trying to preserve these Flash games to keep mm-hmm. them playable through January 12th, which is the day that everything is forced to stop using Flash. Yeah. So we'll see what they what they do there and see if we can move a lot of these games to, to some sort of aggregate site yeah, that allows sure us that to continue to play them. Until then, though, Fielding Dahmer writes in. He says, sub-synced up podcasters. Oh, podsters, actually. Podsters. What is your game that you've purchased the most times? Would Oof. you count remasters? I purchased Crass- Castle Crashers a total of four times, once each on Xbox 360, Xbox One, Steam, and Switch. Had I known in advance it would come out on Switch, I wouldn't have snagged it on Xbox One, but here we are. Keep it rolling. Fielding, Babushka, Turtle, Dahmer. P.S. Forza Horizon 4 is dope, and it has a 60 FPS mode on Xbox One X. It's absolutely in my top 10 games of all time. Thanks again for those of y'all who That's don't know. Awesome. Fielding, Dahmer. 
won our giveaway for Cyberpunk 2077, which we turned into a giveaway of any game because Cyberpunk was going through some shit. Mm-hmm. And he um, split it with Spencer Trevet. You know him, you love him. And uh, Fielding picked Forza Horizon, and Spencer picked Outer Wilds. Um, remaining, oh, waiting to hear about Outer Wilds from so, Spencer. So what's your answer? So my answer is Resident Evil 4. Um, I purchased Resident Evil 4 on the GameCube, the Wii, the Wii U, um, the PlayStation 3, the PlayStation 4, the 360, the Xbox One. I don't, I don't, it's not on Switch, and I have it on Steam, I think. I purchased it, and when I say I purchased it on the PS4, like, I used to get hard copies, so I bought it on the PS4, like, three times, because I'd buy it, I'd take it back, I'd buy it again, I'd take mm-hmm. it back. It was that classic thing of seeing it in the bargain bin as a kid and being like, fuck, I got five bucks, I got like this game. So I played Resident Evil 4 so many times, and I have bought it. 10 plus times it's insane i think for me it's got to be like the even not counting remasters the original pokemon games Mm -hmm. red blue um because i've bought them you know when they first came out yes and then i i lost them when i was younger Mm -hmm. got them again got sold in a garage sale bought them again yeah classic um and then i bought them every time they've been available on like eShop or whatever mm-hmm. so I had him on my 3DS um, any way I could get it I would pick that game up and then if you got remakes man I bought Fire Red and Leaf Green a couple times mm-hmm. Leaf Green uh, love it it's just you, you count let's go like I've played through that original world so many times mm-hmm. that's true probably the same like 10 times yeah it, it's crazy I'm trying to think of some other ones love games dude they're great Game video games are cool dude I can't think of anything like uh, like that that I've really bought so many like times. Multiple times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's very few games that I've actually bought multiple times, but Resident Evil 4 just stands out because just as a kid, I used to buy it all the time. Yeah. Just in bargain bins and stuff. <clears throat> anyway, Lucas the Grandmaster writes in. Mm-hmm. He says, what's popping, y'all? Really enjoyed the last episode of the year. Happy New Year. And your Game of the Year list really made me consider purchasing Valhalla on my PC, and that's coming, up, that's coming from someone that hasn't played Assassin's Creed since Brotherhood, mostly from a general dislike of how Ubisoft runs their business. But maybe it's been long enough, and I feel it would be a good test of how my PC handles AAA games. Um, I do recommend Valhalla, and if you haven't played since Brotherhood, you are in for a complete switch-up of the formula. Mm-hmm. Um, if you didn't play Origins and you didn't play Odyssey, I think uh, Valhalla is a perfect jumping-in point. Um, although there is some stuff I've heard with a little bit of confusion about the future shit that you might have to look up some stuff on YouTube, but that's okay. Um, but I've got a, quis- I got a quick question for you guys this week. Is there a community Discord with a budding community such as this? I think it'd be a great idea to get more interaction going since not all listeners might be comfortable commenting on YouTube or sending in emails. Thanks for the entertainment. Well, Lucas Spencer also uh, wrote in an email asking about this about a week or two weeks ago. I can't remember. And so we decided to start a Discord. So if you check the show notes or the YouTube description, there will be a link down there from now on mm-hmm. to be able to join the Discord. And now we, ha- we have a bunch of... There's a bunch of people in there already that are all our friends, obviously. Um, but we, we have uh, very limited stuff in there, but there's, you know, a chat for gaming, a chat for IRL. A, It'll grow as we grow. Yeah, there's so. there's there's a chat for submissions. If you want to do reader mail, but you want to do it through Discord, you can just at me um, and stuff like that, and we'll, we'll read through those. Um, there's a lot of stuff like that. So just check the show notes or the YouTube description, and it should be in there if I remember to do that, which I should because I slept till noon today. So I'm not tired at all. Also, and that's it. So yeah, thanks for for asking that. And we're going to do it for you guys. So Spencer Trevette, you know him, you love him. He writes in a couple emails from him. Hey guys, finally back at form after a debilitating week of COVID. It's a terrible disease. Everyone, please stay safe. During this time, I wasn't even able to get up off the couch up until yesterday fully. Luckily, the missus came back negative, so she was able to do her thing. I love her to the moon, but she picked a terrible time to buy me cyberpunk. 
Finally able to start it the other day, went with Street Kid, spoke truest to how I was raised in a rough part of Charlotte as well, and I just wanted to write in and say that this game is fantastic. Playing it on PC, I've run into two bugs, both getting fixed with a simple restart. The game has already made me shed some thug tears, though, or two, killing off a special character that I had grown quite fond of. And don't worry, Tim, Outer Wilds is still on the docket. Anyways, I guess I'll add a question in here. What kind of games do you suggest for someone who is physically disabled? I know games are broadening their options and accessibility nowadays, but what games rise above the rest in terms of their accessibility for the physically disabled? Thanks, Spencer T. So first and foremost, I would like to preface this with we have no physical disabilities, so I don't want to act like the 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 um the know-it-all or the, mm -hmm. the messiah when it, it comes to accessibility. You know, disability, disability, yeah. on what's probably going to work for you yeah like that. so i have none of the issues that are very important and should be um should be talked about and you know issues with sight issues with hands uh, uh ms and stuff like that uh the big thing was uh was uh epilepsy here mm -hmm. recently so there's a lot of stuff like that that we really should be quite aware of and and, and tune our games around those things there's people who disagree with that um but personally i think games like celeste do a really good job with their assist mode um, they allow you to pretty much change every rule of the game, enabling a god mode, enabling extra jumps, enabling a slow down mode, enabling all kinds of crazy stuff. And they even put a note in there telling you, hey, um, we would ask you to play the game normally. But if you want to turn these options on because you have to, don't feel bad in any way, shape or form. It's like a nice little development letter where they just say, hey, like, feel free to use these. We intend you we we made the game intending you didn't. But if you have to, no big deal. Um, I think Celeste really shines there obviously last was two winning the accessibility uh award this year the game awards really does crazy if you haven't seen the clip of steven spawn uh no that's not not steven spawn uh steven geez why is his why is his name why is his name i'm just it's just gone it's it's also steven but it's it's a steven you see that able gamers guy no that's steven spawn abled gamers it's okay it's the blind game and Steve Saylor. Steve Saylor. If you haven't seen Steve Saylor's Twitch clip of VOD, um, he also uploaded on Twitter of him reacting to the accessibility options in The Last of Us 2. It is a very heartwarming and wholesome video um, that brought me to tears, which really just goes to show how important this is. And he really he really breaks it down in that video. Like, we've, we've fought for this for years, and it's crazy that they're doing this. Um, but I, I really can't think of many other games. Even Call of Duty is starting to introduce a lot more accessibility options. Yeah. I'm starting to see. We liked with um, Valhalla, Valhalla. With the difficulty where you could kind of scale it. Yeah, different. Whatever works for you. Yeah, if you want the stealth to be easier, the combat to be easier, the exploration to be easier or harder, vice versa, on mm -hmm. all three of those options, you had. It gives you some leeway. Yeah, you had a bunch of options there. Um, I think accessibility has a long way to go when it comes. Oh, for sure. When it comes to video games. Uh, recently, we had Demon's Souls, which pretty much included no accessibility options but aside for some visual ones. Um, obviously, there's a deeper issue there when it comes to, you know, the artistic vision argument. Um, I think Demon's Souls is a little more of a special case specifically because it's a remake and, you know, you want to stay true to the original mm -hmm. vision. So I'm, I'm, I give a little more leeway there. Um, but when it came to, like, Sekiro, I think not including a difficulty slider really was kind of dumb. And I think we should throw it in there because... Those games are good. They're yeah. good games. The stories are, are good. The, the gameplay is good. And I, I just want more people to experience those worlds. And so I just it, will it, never yeah. understand the argument of, you know, oh, we don't want people to compromise their artistic vision or like, oh, just get good. Because there's people out there that can't just get good. I mean, this is why you yeah, have Xbox. People who don't have the time or don't have the ability yeah, to uh, overcome that. Yeah. And this is why Xbox is really nice with their with all of their remapping options and their um, accessibility controller and all the crazy shit that they're doing is really nice to see for these people um, because I just want gaming to be played by more people. And there are people out there 
who have a harder time doing it. I've said, I think on the pod before, I played uh, Apex Legends with a guy who who had a uh, muscle uh, muscular dystrophy, I think. I, uh, I guess that's me insinuating. I didn't really talk to him about it too much, but he had to play with his mouth. Mm-hmm. He played with one hand and one, uh, and then with his mouth on the other hand. So he was like, I'm not going to be able to talk much. Like, I'm not going to be able to do call-outs as, as easy because I have to play the game with my mouth. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. And then me and Chance, I, I think Chance played with us. It might have just been me. But we were playing, and we won that game, which was mm-hmm. nice. And then he, he was talking to me about how much it meant to him that he won that game and yada, yada, yada. Um, but, you know, having accessibility options for people that have to go through issues like that I think is extremely important. So Yeah. yeah. Celeste and... Uh, Last was two. It sucks that the list isn't longer, but it will get there. It will get there. And there might be some that we just don't know about. Yeah, this is true. This is true. One more from Spencer here. What's the haps, fellas? We all know that crying or wearing our hearts on our sleeves isn't very, quote, manly, but I'll be the first to admit that crying or expressing emotion that a video game makes you feel uh, is a hallmark of a great game. Whether it be astonishment, anger, sadness, or joy, all can be experienced through this medium. My question this week is, have you guys ever cried due to a video game? <laughs> I know several have brought me to tears, most notably Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. As corny as it sounds, it's the ending is just heart-wrenching. It's not corny. What video games have brought uh, you such visceral emotions? This podcast is Boo Boo, Spencer Trevette. So, first and foremost, I would like to say, obviously, it's 100% okay to cry during a Tim's video game. Tim's a big game. crier. I cry all the time. Just the other night, I had a pretty intense cry after I watched a movie. Um, that has to do with personal issues in my life and it really hit me a lot harder than I thought and I uh, just fell to pieces luckily my friends were there um, and I got snot all over Adriana's shirt but hey we're here um, And but in terms of video games I cry during a lot of video games most mm-hmm. recently my cry when, uh, when it comes to video games I watched uh, Rasputin's video uh the games I played in 2020 where he does a retrospective on the, the games that really helped him through this uh, tough year um, and I cried during that video because it's just a lot of the games that he went over were games that really affected me emotionally. So I think personally, uh, Final Fantasy VII, I cried during pretty much the entirety of that <laughs> game. It's why it's on the top of my list. Uh, emotional impact, really, I value that high when it comes to, to ranking games. Um, Last of Us Part Two, uh, just left me destroyed uh, by the end of that game. I, I had cried quite a bit and it that one left a lasting impact actually like a couple weeks of like internal reflecting as a result of that game um there's just so many i cried in in god of war at the end i cried in modern warfare 2 when captain price slides you the pistol and you got to shoot the dude on the on the bridge and Mm -hmm. then he's like giving they're giving captain price like the cpr i cried when ghost died and um when he gets thrown in the fire yeah uh like there's just so many i'm a very big I'm I'm a very big proponent of like you shouldn't be like scared to show your emotions. You shouldn't like ever feel the need to hide them. Um, even though from the family I was raised by, that is very much not the case with them. Um, that they they're not very good at that. They don't do it, especially my father. Not to call him out on the internet, I guess, but um, that's just how he is. Uh, I mean, even though I was raised that way, I'm very much different from that. And I definitely think that if if you if you're gonna cry, cry. It's definitely okay to do so. I cry all the time. I watch movies that make me cry. I pretty much cry in like all the movies. Yep. Like it, it, whether it's I'm sad or the ending was sad or I'm hurt or just like it was heartwarming. It was or... beautiful. Um, it, there was like a beautiful moment and stuff like that. It's just it's it's just good to see, just good to see that type of stuff. And I think this is the type of thing that makes us human, not less manly. So, 
What is your response to this? Sorry to take over the entire question, but no, I this mean, is this, a big this issue is definitely for me. a more you question. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not like a crier, I guess. I'll get emotional, but like, I don't know. I've just never been one to cry. Mm-hmm. Not, not that I'm against the idea of it or anything. It's just, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't pull that function or that reaction out of me to cry yeah, if yeah. I'm emotionally engaged into something. Um, and, and there's been moments I know cyberpunk would have definitely made me feel like that if it was way less buggy because <laughs> yeah. there's some moments in there um, and we had two different endings essentially yeah we did where there was there's something that happens with a character and I'm just like wow that happened and then there was a bug and it's just like takes away it takes away from the yeah. bugs really take away from the emotional impact of so cyberpunk most recently um, I'm trying to think of some other games that had moments like that. I agree with you with Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. That game is way more heart wrenching than it has to be. <laughs> um, whether it's the first one, Explorers of Time. Yeah. Those are all really good ones. Um, I'm trying to think of. I cry in all this stuff. I cried in Thomas Was Alone, dude. The game about the squares. Mm-hmm. I cried in that, bro. Because it's emotional at the end. You you start out as a little red square and you do these puzzles. And the, and the, the, the fucking. Who is that that makes that? Mark something? Um, he also made Hyperdot, I think. No, not Hyperdot. I don't know. But. Um, like you start out as a little square and you do these puzzles and then you get to a puzzle you can't complete and then you meet like a triangle and then the triangle helps you complete the squares and then yeah. you get to a puzzle that both of you can't complete and you meet like a cylinder and then you go until there's like five shapes and you make it to the end and you the other shapes have to build this thing to get Thomas out of the thing and they have to stay behind mm-hmm. and like fall back down to thing only for him to make it out and it's like yeah. I was crying like a like a little girl, dude. I was like so mm-hmm. distraught. I was like, "Damn!" And it was just it was just shapes. And and I think his big deal when making that game was to show that you could feel human emotion for like everything that people yeah. are empathetic. And yeah, it it's just shapes. Like it's literally just shapes on a screen. And I was crying so hard. Yeah, I think the emotion that gets me more is like, um, I don't I don't know what what to even call it, but I like. It, it's not like an awakening thing, but it's just like an eye-opening, like sobering. Almost. Yeah, a sobering experience. Like watching Soul. You know, yeah, the ending of that. It's like a like a like a like a meditative, like an inner reflective. Like yeah. you kind of like look inside, like rethink some things mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah, stuff like that gets me. Um, yeah, no shame in like however you express your emotions. Yeah, one hundred percent. As long as it's not like hitting people, I don't care. Yeah, just cry, be nice. Cry all you want. Yeah, yep. be nice. Cry. Have a good cry. It's always it's good to have a good cry. Mm-hmm. I do it occasionally. Yeah, but I do it all the time. Yep. <laughs> one la- one last email from the boy Terrence Halsey ninety three. He writes in. So, what are your guys' favorite colors and hats for Among Us? <laughs> this, the, <laughs> the swamp here. <laughs> the swamp here. Uh, do you rock skins? Also, what are some good strats for the game? And which map is your favorite? Big listen, fan Halsey. So, listen. favorite color purple. Lime. Favorite hat. Um, what do I got as a hat? I have the little guy. You have the little guy on your head. I change it up. Like, I just switch. Uh, yeah, I change it up, too. I switch hats I also all the time. Get, I have the little guy following me, too. So mm-hmm. I have the whole family. I, I have a stick man following me. Mm-hmm. I know Noah rocks the, the tuxedo skin all the time. Yep. He buys a lot of those skins. Favorite, uh, and, and which map is my favorite? It has to be, like, the OG, probably. Yeah, the, I think the OG one is my favorite. Because we never, we, very rarely do we have enough to actually get good at the big map. Mm-hmm. That I think that I do. I do like the airship. Yep. I think Polis, though, is really... It's just it's yeah. just too big and we don't we don't have enough. We good strats have for the people. game. That's a hard question Listen, to answer I got you. I got because you. it depends on the group though. You got to get good at the cams. Yeah, cams are good for. for if you OG get good map. at cams, um, you know you can start catching people easily. But then people will start killing you. Yeah, and you'll always 
I think people will go to cams to kill you. So you can like start making strats yeah. based around that. So for I think my like strat recommendation has to do with events, crewmate or imposter. Otherwise, I think as an imposter, you should get very acquainted with the events and where they go to. Yeah, I think events are very course. OP and they can be very useful to you. And also, I think if as a crewmate you remember where those events are, you can become a very good crewmate. When someone dies near said vent and you've seen people in certain locations to know, hey, I seen Jordan running out of med bay and then someone found a body in cams, right? Yeah. So if if you had got acquainted with the with the vents, you'd be like, Oh, it's very likely that it's Jordan because the med bay vent goes directly to the cams. Yeah, that's vent. why that's why I kinda agree with the whole camera thing. Because like if you go to the cams and you saw that this person because if if you spawn right at the table and you go straight to cameras, and nobody went with you to medbay, and then you watch the cams the whole time, and somebody comes out of medbay, med you know that they vented. You know that they vented, so you don't even have to go find the body; you can just call the meat. Mm -hmm. So stuff like that, um, which really just takes time of getting to know all the maps really yeah. well. Yeah. So. Also, for imposter, I would say, do not be afraid to get ballsy if you turn the lights off, because yeah. you can't see shit when the lights are off. Mm -hmm. So you can be extremely aggressive when the lights are off and virtually no one will know. And, it, and remember who you've walked past. Mm -hmm. um, it'll just help you lie better. Mm -hmm. So if you kill someone and someone walked past you, don't try, make sure you're not at the wrong, not make sure you're not wording yourself in the wrong place. Because someone walked someone, past you. And yeah. they're going to be like, hey, I walked past them. That's um, not true. He was on the left side. You yeah. Know, so. Yep. Which is, those, those are all the strats I got for you. Can't wait for that new map though. Me too. All right, this is the what you've been playing section. So I haven't been playing much this week. I played a little bit more I Can Fell, the grid-based, turn-based mm -hmm, RPG. Mm -hmm. um, it's very fun on Game Pass. I'm enjoying it a lot. And then just a lot more uh, Roco with, with uh, some fans, mm -hmm. Taylor specifically. Same. Um, we've been playing Roco with him, and we've been enjoying it. It's really good. I'm not nearly as bad as I thought I'd enjoying, be. I say enjoying it. Today, I, I literally turned off my Xbox. Well, that's because we were playing a sniper game mode. Yeah, I was... And some people yeah. are too good at that stuff. Yeah. We just should a, not have done that three times. Yeah. We should have took our double. Just off. getting piped yeah. aggressively. I'm not as bad as I thought it'd be at that game. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. It's really it. fun. It's a fun game. And then I finished Cyberpunk. Um, kind of crazy how different our endings were. Mm -hmm. Um, but well, I don't. I think we both could have still had the same ending. Yeah. It's just we made one decision different. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. It's um, just the bugs, man. Dude. In the last and section. And then the, I, I have two achievements that are bugged. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Bugs, bugs, bugs. Hopefully they can fix this stuff. Yeah. That's it for the show, though. Thank you for watching or Thank listening you. to this episode of the Sync Up Podcast. Make sure you hop in the Discord. Yep. It'll Remember, be in the check link. the show notes or the description. Or check our Twitter. And check our Twitters. We will we'll, we'll tweet them out um, on, on, on those Twitters. And, and just uh, join that if you want. Again, you can write in the show, all that stuff. Get ready for the special guest on the special episode on Thursday. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Um, I it's, imagine most of you know who it is, though. Um, it's not one of our personal friends. That's the only hint I'll give you. It is. I was going to come up with something funny, but I got nothing. Yeah, you got nothing. Um, but, yeah, thank you for listening and watching the show. I don't know what episode this is. I think 46, 45, we're almost to 50. It's almost been a year since we almost started the show. We started the show the late February. We're a couple months from a year. Um, of, kind of, of crazy. Of a year, a month and a half away from a year of doing the show. Way too long. So this is exciting, and only in the last couple months have we really started to it blow up. I guess I say blow up, even though it's not that much, but it, it's a lot to me. That's what matters. Is it's extremely important to me. All our last episode, I think, was our highest watched episode. It's like 160 Yo, something. Up. Shout out to Pablo. Pablo, yeah, he wrote Babushka in the the comments. Yeah, I respect that. We do respect that. Um, 
But yeah, each and every one of you, all 150-ish of you that listen or watch the episodes um, mean a lot to me. This podcast is great. I love doing it. Um, it's, it's an important it's important beacon of my week to be able to do it. And I'm excited for the shit we got in the future. I'm excited for, for more shows if we do them. I'm excited for special guests. I'm excited for all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, coming up, we got the Thursday episode. Um, next week, Mike will be gone, right? Um, we'll be joined by our boy Isaiah Roberson. Get him on the mic. Beast King 2015. Famous Twitch streamer. Yeah, he's excited. Oh, he's it's Zay 15 now, right? It's Zay. We'll 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 put it in the description when he's on. He'll be on next week. Get excited for that. The following week after that, I believe is the week Chance is here, so Chance should be on the pod. Um, and then Mike will return uh, after that, and uh, get excited for it. But we will see y'all in the next one. Bye. Bye.